And the VMA goes to the unstoppable Taylor Swift. I had your dolls. I like, what, like, are you doing something? What's gonna happen now? What are you, there's something they're gonna, they're gonna do something and I need to know what it is. Um, you guys are, you're, you're pop personified, so to, to, to receive this um, from your golden pop hands is, it's, it's too much. Um, thank you for the friendship bracelets. Um, fellas, fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. There you go. It's on. It's official. NSYNC is back together, if in, if in fact only four, presenting Taylor Swift to the VMA last night. Because, you know, Tuesday, big night for the VMAs. And uh, it's going to be, I don't, there's quite a bit of Taylor stuff in the news this morning. Wait a minute. Including that. And, of course, we'll talk about whether or not NSYNC has got a project planned. And, Taylor Swift and her new boyfriend. Hello? One of the Kelsey brothers. <laughs> it's like I'm doing a solo show over here. And, uh, and a job, a Taylor Swift job. There might be a job available. We'll have to talk about all that. All that is Taylor Swift today here on Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. And there's other stuff, local stuff that has gone wildly national this morning. That we'll have to chat about. It's all about capitalizing and capitalization and the word capital. Okay. All right. I just I'll just stand here. Well, no, I'll, I'll, we're I'll, the, just, I'll just talk. Well, and you're I'll, talking. I'll just chat. And then uh, cooler today, cooler tomorrow. Uh, we'll be around 80 for the foreseeable future. We got some rain chances today. Got caught in a pretty wicked thunderstorm last night on a baseball field. Scared the bejesus out of little kids playing t-ball. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff to do today. A whole lot of stuff to talk about. Of course, love to hear from you. If you watched the VMAs last night, text us what you thought about it. They say the show is bloated. I couldn't even tell you if MTV is on the cable package I have. So, I mean, I really, I truly could not tell you. I watched I've, some of it. Did you watch some of well, it? Well, I so. couldn't stay up to watch it all, but no. Yeah, they said a four-hour show, yeah. and you were saying that you couldn't hear half of it because they It was bleeping all, bleep all over it. the place. Yeah, silence, of course. It's it's cable. Well, I mean, but then again, like a, like a, like a fifth-grade cussing club... <laughs> Pop stars now need to feel like they, they can't do a song that doesn't involve profanity anymore. But then again, we have the Mark and Kim Show podcast, which also doesn't seem to be able to stay away from profanity either. That's true. Or, or Kim in a meeting yesterday when she dropped the S-bomb <laughs> on the meeting yesterday. She I'm did, like, what? I'm like, what? What the hell? No, that was my territory, but no, she's there dropping S's and FB's and... That's not true. Okay, just the S's, but uh, yes, we appreciate her for being all that she is, and we'll get into that all coming up here on the Mark and Kim Show. Reach out with your thoughts on anything, including the VMAs last night at 656-7827. and call, you can text, you can drop us a, a voice message on the Starwater 2.1 app, just click uh, the tell us, it's not the tell us, what is it, talk back now, talk back button and uh, talk back and we'll respond and probably yell at you when you can't respond. So that's all coming up here on the Mark and Kim Show. 606 on Starwater 2.1. It is the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. And we thank them for that. Should we just ignore the did you see that Tennessee is the third least happy state in the union? Should we just, we can disregard any story. We don't have to do any story we don't want to do. Do we have, should we? I mean, do we need to know that we're at the bottom of another list and this one is about happiness? 
I'd like to know why they think we're unhappy. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, I don't. They all suck. Now I know why they're unhappy because now we have to tell stories about why we're so unhappy. It's that Mark and Kim show doing dragging the average down. We'll, we'll tell you quickly what it is. We'll tell you about the happiest states in America and the least happy states in America, and we're number forty-eight. Everybody, six ten now on Starwater two point one. You got the Mark and Kim show. Cooler throughout the week, and it looks like just eighty. Just get used to eighty. 79, 78, 81, 81. It's, it's all averages out to 80. Isolated showers early today. Possible clouds increase. I'm sorry, decrease through the afternoon and then just 80. So I was just, we just talked about this last week or the week before, how happy we were that Tennessee doesn't show up in the bottom of every yeah. poll and every survey. And it's been nice for a while. It's been yeah. nice to forget about us. Put us at 32 and we'll be happy. Put us at, you know, 19 every once in a while. We'll be really happy. No, we don't need to be at the top of the worst list and the at the bottom of the best list in the state of Tennessee. And, and maybe we should just concern ourselves with East Tennessee or specifically just the Knoxville metro area and surrounding area. Maybe we should, because, you know, things are good here. Things are better here. As long as we're happy, it doesn't matter what other people think we are. Right. You mean East Tennessee, not you and your family. <laughs> yes, I mean, just, you know, you seem a as little, a community. Yeah, as a community. Because, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of growth, granted. Yeah. Some of the problems include housing and prices and stuff like that. But well, that's, everybody has problems. Yeah, but that's a pretty big one where you it, live. It is a big one. I mean, you don't discount that. I mean, no, it's, it's terrible to have to live and try to live in a place that is somewhat affordable when you have communities like, oh, I don't know, Farragut. Voting down affordable housing because yeah. it's too mm. close to good businesses and too close to expensive homes. and mm-hmm. um, Yeah, huh? Farragut. Farragut. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, happiness comes of a combination of internal external factors and Wallet Hub, whoever Wallet Hub is, uh, did this research based on happiness, which includes overall well being, satisfaction with life, good economic, emotional, physical, and social health, as well as a as well as a balanced, well balanced, and fulfilled life. These factors also include depression rates, shares, um, and the share of adults feeling productive to income growth and the unemployment rate. You've often talked about you wish that somehow, some way, Memphis would just slide into Arkansas. Haven't you said that? You, when I the, call Memphis Arkansas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, would, I already count it as part of Arkansas. Well, unfortunately, you're, you, you and your geographical inabilities. I know it's not actually <laughs> it's not part of Arkansas, part but of Arkansas, right. I figure if I talk about it enough, maybe it'll just become part of that. The clout you think you must have, I guess. No. I um, just... So the, the happiest states, Utah, Hawaii, Maryland, Maryland, Oof. Minnesota, Minnesota, <laughs> New Jersey, hmm. in the top, New Jersey. How did that happen? Emotional and physical well-being puts it number three for New Jersey. Work environment at 14. Here you go. Community and environment um, is way down, but somehow he's like 30, but. That that other stuff brings yeah, it up. Yeah, New Jersey must have to do with the cast of uh, Jersey Shore, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then you you know you get into the middle states like Virginia and Wisconsin and Kansas and Pennsyl- Pennsylvania and the twenty Pennsylvania. Have you been to Pennsylvania? Mm. Oh, the dregs. It's it's almost as bad as Louisiana. <laughs> How in the world, by the way, is Louis? Oh, it is it is lower than us. Sorry, Louisiana, the armpit of America. Oh You've no! Said it's, that many times. Forgive me. That's too. It's the crotch of America. Oh, it is. That's pretty bad. Oh, I had a daughter who lived there for three years. Oh God. West Virginia falls below us, but yes, West Virginia at number fifty, Louisiana at number forty-nine, and Tennessee 
at number 48. We're 45th in terms of states rank when it comes to emotional and physical well-being. Work environment is way down low. Community and environment is also way down. <sighs> East Tennessee, people. When can we just become our own state? Hmm? Because we here in East Go Tennessee ahead, Kim, are doing pretty good. Call it, Kim. You you want you want Memphis to be part of Arkansas? Call it. East Tennessee should be its own state, and of course, maybe that'll happen. We can be back in a minute on the Mark and Kim Show here on Star Wars Two Point One. It's six twenty six on this Wednesday morning. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. Duck Duck Goose VIP wristbands on the way. Seven twenty. Her versus him. Mark versus Kim. Today will be the list for you to get in early to that consignment sale with all that great children's clothing. You get dibs, baby. Call it. Mine. Dibs. <laughs> Got dibs. Let go of that. Oh, it's one of those. No, well. Oh. Not fight over some consignment People are pretty clothes. nice about it. Okay. They don't, really are. There's no violence there. So I won't just be there. Don't, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, elbowing old women out of the way yeah. for tchotchkes. Young women. <laughs> no, it was an old... Oh, because there would be young women there. Yeah, ah, yeah. As opposed to the old woman elbowed out of the way at a flea market. That's right. That's right. Did you see... What AI has infiltrated now. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Okay. Noah Khan, dial drunk on Star Water 2.1. It's Star Water 2.1 with Noah Khan. It's K-A-H-A-N, if you're looking to spell that for your so- uh, online search. It is the Mark and Kim Show here on Star Water 2.1. Artificial intelligence what? Has dropped with Coca-Cola a sugar-free flavored AI soft drink. A sugar-free flavored well, a sh- yes, a sugar-free flavor created by AI. AI totally created this Coca-Cola flavor. So it's sugar-free. Mm-hmm. What's it taste like? It's a zero. You know, it's a Coca-Cola zero Coke flavor. zero product mm-hmm. that has the flavor of what? It's called Coca-Cola Y3000. Y? Th- what's the taste? Of Y three thousand? Because that I want like if the if it's Coke like vanilla Coke. Guess what I think it tastes like? Vanilla. Yeah. yeah. If it's a cherry Coke, guess what I think it tastes like? Cherry. What does Y3000 taste like? Does it taste like Andre 3000 from Outcast? <laughs> you know, I don't know. They're being very nebulous about it. They nebulous. Say, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Write that one down. Well, nebulous. I'm sure I'm using the word wrong. <laughs> no, I think you are. But, You're uh, using well, it right, actually. Oh, am I? I just think for you to use nebulous. But it's going to be out for a limited time. And Coca Cola says Y3000 will be sold in the U.S., Canada, China, Europe, and Africa. They say which country is that? Africa. <laughs> she thinks that's it's a, a continent. <laughs> that's a continent. So anyway, the senior director says that Coca Cola, um, it, it's what Coke from the future might taste like. Uh, so see, they're not really saying they because um, they're doing what they want to do to get on radio and TV and newspaper news newspaper <clears throat> newspapers. <laughs> You know, they're, they're just they're there? just trying to generate buzz. This is what they want us to now guess what it's going to taste like. It's a, you know, it's going to taste like some sort of food or fruit flavor. What was That's the all one is. that was last? Was it last year? The year before? Star or something? Another no, the, Starry? The new one, the Starry? Okay, that's like the replaced uh, Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist. Yes. Okay, they they said that that was their latest new flavor. Well, and that they has said nothing that to do, was supposed but, to be but futuristic throwing, as well. They're throwing buzzwords in. They might as well have just said artisan in front of it. Artisan AI because you know they're or keto, keto AI, Coca-Cola product, because it's all buzzwords. So this is the buzzword. And they're finding a way how to infiltrate this buzzword into into a food recipe. Well, you can... For- 
You can also access the Coca-Cola Creations Hub through a QR code, which allows consumers to imagine the future with a Y3000 AI cam, Mm. whatever that is. All right, all right. I guess you can drink it while floating through the future. I don't know. Floating, because you're going to float through the future. All right. Start with a 2.1 Dominic Fight and Mona Lisa. On the Mark and Kim Show, modern-day Mona Lisa's got to be Taylor Swift, and we'll chat about her coming up next and what... um, it was all things Taylor yesterday, and we'll talk about it. And the NSYNC thing and Travis Kelsey. Hang on. Flowers from Miley Cyrus, one of the songs beaten by Taylor Swift last night for Pop Song of the Year, which was an award handed out at the very beginning of the show by NSYNC, who did not perform last night at the VMAs. That was, I guess, a disappointment to some, probably including fangirl Taylor Swift. Let me get the uh, real news, not the real news, the other news out of the way really quickly. Uh, There is going to be a Taylor Swift reporter job, USA Today newspaper, (laughs) is going to be hiring a Taylor Swift reporter based in Nashville and working for the Tennessean, which is part of the USA Today network. It's a job posting. Literally, you can... It says, as Swift's fan base has grown to unprecedented heights, so has the significance of her music and growing legacy. We're looking for an energetic writer, photographer, and social media pro who can quench an undeniable thirst for all things Taylor Swift. How cool would that be? With a steady stream of content across multiple platforms. Oh, my God. This will be the most applied for job in the history of employment for humanity. Oh, Don't yeah. you think so? Also, by the way, if you proclaim proudly and loudly as a famous person that you uh, are interested in Taylor Swift, you just might end up dating her because that's what Travis Kelsey, tight end, injured tight end, by the way, um, did with Taylor Swift, saying that he tried to give her a friendship bracelet or something their first meeting didn't work out, and he said that he wanted to give Now they're supposedly seeing each other. They have spent time together, and his brother, Travis's brother Jason, who they do a podcast together, he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very funny podcast, by the way, um, said, what is Taylor going to think about the mustache? Because he's just wearing like a cheesy porn star mustache now. Yeah, I'm not liking it. <laughs> and, uh, well, you're not used to it. People, yeah. the, the mustache is coming back. They can pull it off. Yeah, well, he, of course he can pull off. Yeah. He's a good-looking football yeah. player. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, she'll have to get used to it. Yeah. So I don't know if that means. But the, the rumor, or the, the I guess they've been spotted having dinner together. For a few weeks now. And then uh, Taylor Swift um, was grilling in sync last night. Oh, and by the way, I guess the whole publicly proclaiming that you'd like to go out with somebody didn't work here on this show with Reese Witherspoon, which is okay. Oh, well. Yeah, it's not the same cloud, I guess. Um, And and Taylor did try to grill in sync last night on if, in fact, what are you doing? You're together. What are you going to do? They're going to do something. I just want to know what it is. I need to know. Go ahead and just tell us here, you know. (laughs) Um, A couple of things. I don't know if you, I think you could tell the, Taylor Swift, if you look closely, when she came up on stage after winning the award, there was Joey, there was Lance, there was, uh, what's his name, Jimmy? Um, There's not a Jimmy. Timberlake. What's his name? Justin. Justin. <laughs> oh, there was the J.C. Chazé, and then there was Chris Kirkpatrick. And you could see by the affection and words and the amount of hugging per person, mm-hmm. you could kind of, kind of, you could kind of judge the hierarchy of in sync based on who got the most love. Hmm. Joey Fatone was the first one. He got he got a, like a, like the the first hug was okay, and then Lance and and Jimmy, sorry, Justin, Justin, <laughs> got they were like it was like big hugs and words and the whole thing. She it was a much of less of a hug for J C Chazé, mm-hmm. who had a great song by the way. Never he should have busted right out, but he didn't. I'll say on that. I'll stay on that forever. 
And she should have just gone ahead and, and offered up some knuckles to Chris Kirkpatrick at the end. <laughs> yeah, because I mean it was kind almost, of a it was almost like a side hug and a, and it was like it was like when Prince like when Princess uh, Kate works mm-hmm. the you know, she'll talk to a few people, then she'll pat hands with a couple and yeah, then she'll move. Yeah. yeah, like the line at the ball boys at Wimbledon or something like that. She uh-huh. kinda pulled that at the end of the line with J C and Chris. Mm-hmm. You know. But will they get back together? Do they need to be back together? Will they sing a song? Will they pr- record an album? I think they're going to do something. You think they're going to do something? Yeah. Prediction. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like her. I think there's going to be something. There's at least going to be a tour, I think. Do you? Oh, well, yeah. Hold on. At least would be a song. The most would be a tour. Okay. Yeah. I think a tour then. I think a tour. <laughs> you think they're going to go all the way. So recording new music and a tour. Yeah. That's, the, that's yeah. your prediction. Yeah. All yeah. right. I think you've seen NSYNC as they are all. You, last night. Enjoy the picture. That's really? All, that's really? All. Yes. They're I think never, a song. They're never getting back together. Mark my words. We'll be back on the Mark and Kim Show. Start with a 2.1. You got the Mark and Kim Show powered by the Uten Law Firm. Cooler this week as we'll see 80 at 80, 80. That's it. Just 80. 80. It's the average. A little rain this morning, but should clear up and should be nice until maybe Sunday evening. Excuse me, Saturday evening into Sunday morning. Some rain chances. But next week, 80 as well. How soon is too soon to start dating after a breakup of a marriage? Oh, no. Yeah. You out there playing the field again? No, not me. <laughs> Someday. All right, we'll be back to talk about it next on Star 102.1. Dochi and what it is. Block Boy on the Mark and Kim Show on Star 102.1. We have uh, more information about tickets for Wicked. The Wicked ticket coming up on how you can get in to win by going to our website. I have two friends going through breakups right now, oh, no. and um, they're handling it very different ways. One of them went right back into the dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, how one, long have they been with somebody? Um, multiple years for both Ooh, of them. Wow. No time okay. off. No time off. Children involved with both of them. Jeez. One of them went right back into dating. One of them waiting, but her husband went right back into it. In fact, he went into it before she knew they were breaking up. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, feel some kind of way about that because I could tell by I, I the, the face you were making. Well, 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 my first husband went into dating before I knew we were breaking up too. So mm. you know, that's you feel some kind of way about that. Yeah, but then you find out. I mean, then it's like okay, well, you know, then all they then you have all the answers. Yeah, if you have all the answers, doesn't mean the hurt is less though. Yeah, you're right. I don't know these things. I I do not know these things. So you go through all the things, but one of them went right back into the dating and decided that it was too early. She just wasn't ready. So she went right in. She went into a date. She couldn't believe she was free to do what she wanted to do. And so she went in to do what she wanted to do, you know, into a date and said she was totally not prepared. She went on the date and then was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I was cheating. Was it just the date? Or was it something... No, little, no, a little it more. Was, it was the date. She okay. said. She said there she was, and she she said I had these kids at home, and she they, she said I felt like I was cheating the whole time. Well, but you actually weren't. And, no, I mean, that's the but thing. she, she w- still felt that way. Okay. She said I should have given myself more time, and then the other one is giving herself more time because she said I know I'm just not ready. I've got to get things my ducks in a row. I've got to you know be sure everything's. So ready. she drives a jeep. <laughs> no. So anyway, ducks. Yeah, yeah, ducks. I get what he's saying, but um, anyway, three thirty thousand people have been surveyed to figure out what is the best way. Do you jump right back in, or do you give yourself some time? And most people don't start dating right away unless they're a man. So the men start dating right. Men away. start dating right away, and I wanted to ask you two: What is it about men? <laughs> 
Not all men. You're going to ask us what it is about men. Not all, all men. Right? But what is it? I mean, do you, do men just not want to be alone? Or well, didn't you say it was one of your girlfriends just jumped right back in herself? But then realized. Well, but I she don't still. Be, but, but, all, but, but not all women are that way. Well, and I don't think you should categorize by male or female because they both do both. Mm-hmm. Some men stay out of the dating scene. Some women stay out of the dating scene. Some men get right back in. Some women get right back in. 72% of the men said they get right back in and they're ready. Yeah. But by the time the relationship is over, unless he's been surprised by it, he's ready to move on. And I think that's with anybody. Now, if you're surprised, it may take longer. Uh, I know of a relationship that ended for a young couple about two years ago. Um, and she still is every day crying and still wondering mm-hmm. what you know what her future holds. And mm-hmm. you certainly hope that as young and as beautiful as she is and as much as she's got going for her, she realizes that, hey, what I had previously was fraudulent mm-hmm. and I'll move on from it. Um, you know, I don't think you can just categorize this. I think it's just a simple there's got to be something to, wow, I was in a relationship for many, many years or whatever. Only to then not be in that relationship anymore. It's got to be. It's got to be a novel thing. Sometimes it's just hard. I waited almost five years. You didn't date anybody for five years. No, I didn't date anybody seriously. I mean, there was no like serious relationship. I was just you got to you, know, you got to make sure you're ready for the next person. Yeah, you can't bring that baggage over to the next relationship. Yeah. Is that from experience? It is from experience, yes. <laughs> the guy who gets ghosted every relationship he's ever been except the current one. <laughs> is it true that you're just sitting around waiting to be ghosted? Like currently? Or are you good? Oh, I'm good. You're good now? Yeah, I'm good. All right. That's funny. I don't think you should categorize, <laughs> but it's an interesting poll. We'll be back on the Mark and Kim show. Her versus him is set. We got Cheyenne versus Stefan. That is the game. It is called The List, and it comes up just after Doja Cat on Starwater 2.1. Start with a 2.1. Her versus him. Mark versus Kim. That's the game. Game of the day is the list. Contestants, one named Cheyenne, one named Stefan. I'll try not to say Cheyenne and Stefan. I won't. I'll try not to. (laughs) Good morning to the both of you. Here's the game you're playing. The list and the prizes are... Two Duck Duck Goose VIP wristbands. You'll get into the Premier Kids Assignment Sale before everyone else on Tuesday, September 26th at 2 p.m. Sale opens to the public Wednesday, September 27th, and it's all happening at the Knoxville Expo Center. You were able to get through the words Duck Duck Goose today. I was. All right, so I've got a list. I'm going to hand it to Kim. Kim is going to try to describe the words or phrases on that list to you, Cheyenne, over 75 seconds. Now, Stefan... Pay attention, because at the end of the game, at the end of their round, if they've had to skip one or several, or they run out of time at the end, you'll have a chance to steal those points. Have you heard that done before, Stefan? Yes, sir. All right, great. You know how it works then. Cheyenne, any questions about this game you're about to play? No questions. All right. On your mark, uh, Cheyenne. Get set and go. Um, This is the restaurant that is always a pleasure to wait on us. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Um, this is The Sky is Falling, The Sky is Falling. It's a little character. Oh, I said little. Never mind. Chicken little. A little I, said the, I said that. Um, this is a, um, uh, it's a homemade meal usually. Um, it has um, breaded um, little things in it. Chicken and it's, pot pie? Um, no, but it, it is, you've got the first word right, and it's little. Chicken and dumplings? Yes, very good. Um, this is um, like you get them at Zaxby's or other places. It's not. Um, um, it's, it's chicken fingers. Yes, 
Um, this is the main part of the, the squawker that we've been talking about. And it's the front part, and it's the white meat, and it's the... Um, uh, breast? Yes. Chicken breast? Yes. Um, we also have, uh, when you when you have done really well in a game and somebody goes, da-da-da-da, this. It's the, I don't know how to say it. You've not lost, you've not lost the game, but you have become out the, uh, I don't know how to say it. Okay, we're going to skip that. Um, this is the, they used to be called this, but now it's a girl group that sings. They're a country group. But, mm. 66. Way too late. Yeah. Scoremaster Steve, what do you have for us? That is four for Cheyenne, and Stefan can still win. He can? Yeah. Okay. Go. Stefan? He's gone. (gasps) He's gone. Oh, no. What? Stefan went away. Where did you go, Stefan? I got his phone number. I can call him right back. Should I do that? You do that while I read the list. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, Cheyenne. Let me get Stefan on the phone over here. Should I read the list or should yeah, we get... he doesn't get a chance to steal now that he's done hung up on us. Okay. Chick-fil-A, Chicken Little, I said Little, Chicken Salad, Chicken Salad Chick, Chicken and Dumplings, Chicken Fingers, Chicken Breast, Winner, Winner, Chicken Dinner is when, when, you've, not, when you've lost the... No, 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 Well... Dixie Chicks and Crystal's chi- Crystal Chicks. Um, you got uh, D- Chick- Dixie Chicks, but it was too late. <laughs> it was too late. It doesn't matter. So. You win the game. Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. What happened to Stefan? I got a system busy signal when I called him, too. That's kind of weird. All right. Well, hey. Well, I'll just keep this list. Well, yeah. Hold on to it till the next time we play. Congratulations. Oh, you, you'd like your song. I'd like to play her little song. For yeah. There you go. Uh, the abbreviated. Oh, wait. This is. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hang on. What if he calls back? I've anointed her to the winner. Screw it. I don't care. All right. He can play another time. All right. Hold on, Cheyenne. Don't go anywhere. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. We come back. We'll tell you a story about clothing at work and whether it's sexist. And get to your comments after 8 this morning about it. 7.49 on Starwater 2.1. You got the Mark and Kim show. Oh, thank you. Uh, Timberland, Timberlake, and, and Furtado there as their new song. First time they've recorded together since 2007 or dot, dot, dot. Uh, in the vaults. Got one? You got one? Good. Let's put it on the radio. Um, <laughs> why can't men wear shorts to work when women wear dresses? Male office staffer stamp, slams workplace sexism. I think it's a fair question. When are we going to get to the point where if you're dressed neat, is the word neat? I don't mean like neato or cool. I just mean if you're if you're presentable. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. And then you get into subjectivism, subjectivism, where what's presentable to one may not be presentable to another. And so you get antiquated, if you want to call it antiquated views, on what women wear versus what men wear. I'm not sure in today's society, the way it seems to be going, that uh, you're not going to face yourself uh, a little lawsuit there if you're putting a dress code in place other than be presentable. And I think more and more it is getting that way because if you, I mean, how many places have you been where it is more formal dress? And by formal, I mean, you know, slacks, a shirt, a tie. I mean, when was the last place you went someplace? My father never went to work without a business suit on. Okay, but when Ever. but when was the last place you were someplace? I'm I really worked in radio for 36 years, so it's, it's been a long time until I came here. And I had to, yeah. I had to wear long pants to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't wear shorts. And I had to have a collared 
shirt but i mean spelled even, collared green that's, that's right yeah. but i mean even i uh, like at the bank okay because i always think okay the bank is probably the most formal place if no. you will Are that you i've serious? gone hmm. but i mean the place but they're all wearing polos now that's what the, i was saying logo. even the bank when i was there the other day with my mom the the guy had on slacks and a polo shirt you go to the um, bank often with your mom has she not understood the concept of online banking yet no, she won't do online banking. <laughs> I have gotten her to where she'll go through the drive-thru now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well. Getting there. But yeah. no, no, nobody, no, you look, if you look presentable or if you want them to look decent, if you want to put the word decent in play, then offer up some sort of uniform, mm-hmm. okay? Some sort of dress attire that you want them to wear because... I'm get, we're getting. You're going to get to the point now where you're going to you're going to you're going to try to pigeonhole people by their sex and what they can mm-hmm. wear versus that based on their gender, their sex, their identity, all the other stuff. And you're going to open yourself up to lawsuits. Just just relax. Now we talked with Matt Uton, you know, right. Uton Law Firm, and he said in court they still are expected to wear suits or whatever for the judge, you know, yeah. for in court. Right. Yeah. But other than that, they're casual. So yeah, but if you're not working, like if you are freight of. Uh, front-facing customer service, then you should look presentable. And if, in fact, there is a dress code in place and they tell you that at the interview, you know you don't have to take the job. Exactly. You know? you've, You've set the precedent for not taking jobs. So don't worry about it so much. You're not afraid to not take the job. Yeah. That's what you're best known for. Not being afraid to not take the job. That's right. And then when they call you after you've applied, you don't don't answer. Or you don't show up on your first day and the, you know. All so right. what's the so, problem? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. As I wear my shorts and T shirt and and uh, hey dudes <laughs> that I could have never worn previous to this. Mark and Kim show is powered by the Uton Law Firm on Star Water Two Point One at four minutes after eight o'clock. So we'll get into your comments coming up next about uh, if you've ever had a clothing issue at work. Some of these are funny stories, unfortunate stories, and oh my god stories. We'll be back with those next on Star Water Two Point One. That's single soon from Selena Gomez on Star Water Two Point One. Mark and Kim show talking about. Shorts and skirts and dress codes and lawsuits and all sorts of stuff. So we asked if you ever had a clothing issue at work. You think I have one every day. (laughs) I don't think you have a clothing issue. I just think your clothing choices are interesting. As will be evidenced by a TikTok video that we're going to put up uh, later today. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, great. Your pants may have caused a fire alarm here in the building. My pants did not cause a fire alarm. Your pants were... uh, on fire. No. Oh. Uh. That's your choice. I don't, I don't. All right, fine. Um, so has clothing ever caused you an issue? Laura, my very first day on the job, I was sent home to change because I wore a denim dress. And denim was not allowed. I assume that meant jeans, but I guess all denim. Huh. What's wrong with denim? That's weird. Why denim? A denim dress. Huh. Denim. It's a material like any other... Uh, like. It's seen as too casual to some people. Uh, Amber, as I as a teen, I worked at Calhoun's for a bit. Mia and another guy had to clean gum from under the table because we had on white socks and not black socks. We wore them. We, we wore pants. You couldn't even see them, and they made us lift up our pant legs to check the color. Oh my! Word. Oh well, I mean, if you want to be a stickler, a dress code is a dress code. Lift up your pants. I want to see your socks. You said socks, right? <laughs> yes, I said socks. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I guess that would be pulled down your pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, t- uh, Tina, when I was in the Army in 2000, it was the fashion to wear T-shirts with some saying, with some set kind of saying on them. Not just novelty stuff, but like princess 
etc. I had one on that said, I like boys. My sergeant made me go change because he didn't like the message. I don't know what the message was that he was talking about, LOL. I changed because I had to, but it really irritated me because I was off duty in my own free time at a picnic on the quad with other squad members. And then Portia writes to Tina, I got suspended from school for a shirt. The teacher didn't like the message either. I mean, maybe it was inappropriate, but still, well, she doesn't tell us what it was. But I remember when, my, when I got called to school because my, I think at the time, that nine-year-old was wearing a shirt that had the words bar and grill on it. It was a place we'd eaten in Florida. Yeah. And the, and the funny thing, the, the name was a play off the word Fuddruckers. Yeah. And it wasn't profane, but it was, you know, yeah. I thought that's what they were calling me for. And they're like, no, it's because it said bar and grill. And the assistant principal was like, I'll, I'll, I'll go settle down the teacher. My son, I had to take him clothes on pajama day one time. Not because the pajamas were out of order. It's because they said, what the elf? Oh, my God. What the elf? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Susan, and I'm, I, I don't get Susan on this one. Susan, not really an issue, but I had a coworker comment about the England shirt I wore on July 4th. I told her that's how patriotic I felt having to work on a national holiday when most stores in my profession were closed. So you just want to be anti-American oh my because you have to work? Well, then, you know, maybe, Susan, you shouldn't have taken a job that was open on a national holiday. Mm. You're like, that. I mean, granted, yes, we have a great relationship. It's our number one partner in the world, England, of course. But at one point, you know, we, we celebrate our independence from England and tyranny. Can you shake those a little more? Oh, just people, you know. Carrie, my boss said my skirt was too short. It touched my knees, and I had too much cleavage showing. I'm a B cup. There is no cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, hang on. <laughs> well... With duct tape, baby. Uh, and she put her hand down my shirt and pinned it oh, without uh-uh. telling me what she was doing. Uh-uh. Oh, no. <clears throat> Wait, how, how long does the pinning take? Can you do it instantaneously, or is there a hand no, down there for a minute? To, I mean, shit. So you don't let it happen. When somebody reaches into your clothing, you push, you punch, you kick, you move away, you do whatever. Yeah. You don't let anybody handle yeah. your... Not cool. Oh, for God's sake. No. She goes, I quit after that. Get you your hand off the goodies. Care, well, it's a B cup. It's still goodies. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, she goes, I need to find a pickup. Small I was goodies, but... Melissa writes, when my son was in first grade, his teacher bent over his desk to help him with a problem. She was blessed, and he told me her boobs fell out on his desk. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) She should not wear something so low cut that when she's blessed and teaching a first grade class, (laughs) her cup done spilleth over. Uh, Lucky he didn't like girls like that yet. She didn't wear. He knew enough to notice that her boobs had spilled mm-hmm. out. I mean, yeah. did he try to help put them back? Oh, you know? hello, hello. <laughs> Was this my first grade teacher? I mean, <laughs> Start with a two point one. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. Get used to eighty degrees. It seems like that's it. Eighty with some rain chances this morning. Going away this afternoon. Rain chances back on Saturday night into Sunday. Well, I hope my plan is working. I got a text that said, "What this crap in my car?" Mm-hmm. Huh? From whom? <laughs> my son. Your son. <laughs> What are you doing in your son's car? I put stuff in it that he's referring to as crap. Okay. We'll right. see. <laughs> uh, should I have the hot mess hamsters jingle ready, just in case? I don't think so. All right, here's Nicki Minaj. Start with a 2.1. Nicki Minaj, who is a playable character in Warzone. 
Modern Warfare and Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Okay. You download her skin. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Shot her dead yesterday. Just <laughs> yesterday. Cool. Slid off a castle oh roof gosh. and I watched the whole thing happen. You got a pink gun and everything. She pink hair, the whole thing. Yeah. You can get by a whole a whole skins package with her. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg. I play Snoop Dogg. Really? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Snoop versus Nicki Minaj yesterday on the roof in, uh, in Vondell. That might in, be uh, worth in getting into. All right. What have you gotten into in your car, in your son's car that you probably have no place in nor doing? Because you just teased. You've got a text from your son. What's that, this crap in my car? And what is this crap in the car? Well, he called me yesterday. What is the crap in the car? I want to know. Because it's going to taint everything you say from this point <laughs> forward. What have you placed in your son's car? Five or six pieces of paper that have big A's written on them. Big A's. Uh-huh. Taped them all over. Are you saying A for ass or? A for A. The a letter a. a. Because I read this thing that said if the kids see A before test, they'll more likely to get an A than if they see an F and they get worse grades. When you say C and A. Yes, you... an A. Just an A. The letter A. Seize it? Yes. So I wanted him for to how, see. For how, I mean, just like seize it? For an extended period of time. So I wanted him to see it on his way to school. So what like, happened? Like concentrate on the letter A? Yes. <laughs> because what he did yesterday is he called me freaked out because he's had really good grades, but last week he had the flu. So he missed school. Okay. So he called me yesterday. His grades were really good. They were in the 90s and we everything heard. for everything. But then he called me yesterday. Mom, I've got a 50 in, in pre-calc and I've got a 50 in econ. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You've, you've been doing good. Yeah, but I missed some quizzes and I missed So he didn't go back and, and get and the assignments? He didn't go back No, and- he did the assignments, but he missed some quizzes. You can't take the quizzes and test at home. Okay. So he called and he was freaking out and he goes, they're not going to let me practice football. I can't play the game. You know, and I said, no, 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 calm down. I said, you're going to be able to make up these tests. And he goes, well, I could, I made up one quiz today, but they put the grades in, and right now it shows that I have this 50 and a 60 or something. Uh, I wonder where he gets his his- said, histrionics from. And I said, Eli, <laughs> calm down. Have they told you you can't do this? No, but they're going to tell me because if they see the grades, we, you know, it's in the handbook and it's all this stuff. And I said, Eli, calm down down and so i tried to get him to calm down and i said what and, do you-? and so antagonizing him with the letter a posted all around his car is somehow going to well, calm him he down said, you've got especially help. when he's got to call you to take to say what is this crap in my car what is this crap in my car okay. so last night he was studying and he was getting his stuff together and today they have a half day at school so why he, why do they need the cushy half day today because it's teacher Wednesday? it's parent teacher conferences if you need them because it's halfway kids, through the, you know he's so, coddled coddled little children got it easy so, so he's going to be able to make up at least some okay, of these quizzes so be and fine. tests. So I thought he loves the histrionics. So this morning, he loved just like you. I got he in loved there and to I, be dramatic. I taped the A's around because oh I thought God. it'd be kind of fun. And I also picture? thought if he could already, well, no, it was dark this morning and I didn't want it. But I also didn't want to make too much noise because I was already shutting Taking doors a picture, and everything. That's a noisy thing. Well, I was already shut. <laughs> so anyway, I put thing. him in there, and so when he got in his car, he said, "What's this crap in my car?" Okay, so, so we he so, left him so up. We need to follow up on whether he gets an A. Yeah. I'm hoping it'll help. I mean, he he does well in math, and he does well in econ. It's his favorite class. So how do you, I'm hoping- how do you get a two fifties then? If you didn't, if you're so, if you're so good in the class, how do you get fifty? Because he's done great the on low everything. Low an F, by the way. It's only because he missed the test. Don't get defensive with me. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> because he missed the test. Okay. Once should- he takes the test, he should hopefully, you know, be okay because the classwork and everything. He had a ninety. And why did he miss the test? 
Because he had the flu. No, he didn't have COVID. He had the <laughs> well, he flu. He had the flu Rona before, so. Yeah, he On test. He had the flu. So. Well, well, we'll need to report back on how he did and, and not, not the, the Kim. We want the actual truth. Well, he could call and tell if you want him to. No, because I I mean, no, you can coach him up on a lie. I just wanted you to tell. I'll tell you what he made. All I right. told you he got a 50 right now. So, okay. I mean, why would yeah. I? I mean. Well, like some, uh, I like it when a restaurant, I, a restaurant will go from like a 60 score on the mm-hmm. health code and they only can rise to the level like of an 88 or something like that. What 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 expectation do you have? He's got he's got the I time. I expect him to do well because he does well in these classes. Right, we want to know. He does well in we these classes. Know. It's just the or, test. Or missing, we're going to send Don Dare in. Okay. <laughs> it is Star Water two point one at eight forty five with the Mark and Kim show. Isn't it amazing that we have to be embarrassed of our success? Someone is having to talk back. The fact that they've done well for themselves in the world. No, 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 no. I, I'm not a billionaire, says Reese Witherspoon. We'll get into that next. It's 848 on Star 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Just a reminder, every single day we podcast this whole mess. The entire radio show, and then we sit around after the show and just chitty chat about a whole lot of stuff. Kim has uh, threatened uh, topic today, so we'll just... Uh... <laughs> you know me, threatening. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're very threatening. So yeah, that'll be uh, our sit around today. World's richest actress, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Good for her. Denies. Oh, I'm not a billionaire. Because y'all. Is that the worst thing in the world that could happen? Well, you you did something. I had to, I had to jump on your sweet ass about saying something <laughs> negative about billionaires recently. No, you didn't. You keep saying I no, said, something said something about billionaires. You said something. Somebody will have to remind me at the text. No, you said that I said it was just billionaires in the um, submarine thing. Submersible. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But I didn't. You were like, well, it's just a bunch of billionaires. No, I did not. You keep saying I (laughs) said said that. No, I didn't. Whatever the case may be, Reese Witherspoon doesn't ever want to be considered a billionaire. But why? You know, know, at some point, somebody had to be the first millionaire, and then there were millionaires. You know... We're old enough to remember, like when people had like ten million dollars. You're like, oh my god, that's like the richest person in the world. I don't understand why (laughs) being wealthy is bad. Go back to the year we graduated. The richest person in the year 1983. Love to see who that was and then what their net worth was. Well, now being a billionaire, it's an ugly thing because you know capitalism. Oh. We should chat about that in the podcast. It was uh, John D. Rockefeller, and he was worth- In 1983? Yes. Okay. It says $1.2 billion, In 1983? That's what it says. Wow. Throw the Rockefellers and the Gettys out. Is there a J. Paul Getty in that, too, or was he dead by then? I'm not seeing anything about I that. I remember the name. That's the name he always knew growing up. John Paul Getty and uh, and the Rockefellers. Yeah. So that was although the that always came up when we were younger. Although labeled- as the uh, world's richest actress by Forbes magazine, she's now denouncing, Reese Witherspoon is now denouncing rumors that her net worth has exceeded a billion dollars. But why? Why does she feel she has to denounce that? Because she's not a Kardashian who will inflate her wealth to make her sound more mm-hmm. famous or more rich than she actually is. Um, Reese Witherspoon sold her production company Hello Sunshine, which she co-founded in 2012, for $900 million. And she's also sold off 70% of her fashion brand, Draper James was acquired by somebody and um you know if you do a little bit of math there's a good chance even though they say her net worth is at 440 million the net worth totals you see online are never accurate Mm -mm. never accurate because we don't know everything that they're involved in but we spit upon 
upon billionaires. How dare you have a billion dollars? How dare you have done something like create Amazon and earn a billion or 138 of them? A billion dollars. How I dare just don't you? I see what the problem Capitalism. is. Capitalism. You know, matter of fact, I know you're going to bring up something. Well, I don't have to. No, we no, can, no. I want I you mean, to bring up something. Can, mine we can bring up tomorrow. But capital, capitalize, capitalization. I want to go off on something in the podcast. Well, we can talk about that, and I yeah. can bring up mine tomorrow. That's yeah. fine because mine's uh, not. I think as somebody needs pressing. to stand up. I think I think somebody needs to stand up for for the Cotton Eye Joe. There's we can do big, that. There's a big story hitting the world today, and it involves. It's a national story with local implications, and immediately people jumped on the Cotton Eye Joe about this something that happened, and I'm I'm going to say, wait a second, y'all don't know the whole story, and not that we do, but. If you look at the story a little bit deeper, let's do that in the podcast, including whatever you've well, threatened us with. So that's coming up <laughs> on the Mark and Kim show. You can check it out on all the podcast apps. And of course, best best found on the Star Water 2.1 app. Just click on On Demand and there will be. Star Water 2.1, Helen back from Bakar on the Mark and Kim show. The uh, podcast available every day on all the podcast apps. Uh, we will uh, spend some time talking about Oliver Anthony. The one-hit wonder to be versus the Cotton Eye Joe, and I'm just going to tell you straight up: um, prepare yourselves. I'm going to defend the Cotton Eye Joe. I'm going to defend the Cotton Eye Joe. I don't even know the people that own it. I have never met them. I don't. It's just I'm going to defend the Cotton Eye Joe based on all the parameters of the story, and that's coming up in the Mark and Kim Show podcast every single day. Bonus podcast. You get the radio show, and then you get it uh, thirty extra minutes of us just sitting around. Uh, the ticket uh, sales for Wicked just got real because we just found out that um, not only. Yes, man. We'll be down there that morning. Oh, yeah. Kimberly Renee answered herself. The Wicked Queen. No, I'm going to be the, the Galinda who turns into Galinda. I said you're going to be the, you're the Wicked Queen. I didn't say you were the Oh, wicked the witch. Wicked Queen, not the Wicked <laughs> you're Witch. You're going to be the okay. Wicked Queen because we've heard your evil laugh before. <laughs> oh. When they were scaring me, if that's the word, grossing me out with toenails. Oh, you were scared. Well, I don't want to be touched by somebody's dirty-ass toenails. Yeah. Nobody does. No. Well, then, if nobody does, then why did you try to touch me with them? And here's me climbing under this, this counter right here, climbing, oh, yes. trying to climb away. Uh, he, shall, he shall not be named. So just do it for the show, Mark. Touch him for the show. Listen to how evil. This is true. This is real. This is the real Kim. A genuine. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, you have, you no, really no, do, Mark. No, no. Mark, you no, have to. No, no. I will. For the good of the show. No, 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 <laughs> oh my god dude. do you see how sinister. so when i say she's the wicked queen i'm not referring to you're gonna dress up as galinda no i could well you said i said when you were the wicked, i might have something in the i closet. said the wicked queen you said i'm gonna go as galinda <laughs> no. uh nonetheless Good. ticket sales and are at the box office we'll be at eight in the morning on september 18th we'll be down there broadcasting live having a gay old time with uh, giveaways and fun and goofiness and all sorts of stuff. So Kim and Yes Man will be down there. Um, tickets go on sale at 8 a.m., but that's only at the box office. Online sales begin at 10 a.m., so you get the jump and you get dibs. Oh, I want those seats. You can have them by going to the box office that morning. We're going to be set up down there. Honeybee is going to have free coffee down there for you. we got T-shirts and hats and all sorts of uh, stuff to have fun with. And you know they're going to sell out. You know they're going to mm. sell out. The tickets will sell out. They maybe sell out everywhere. Maybe not at the box office that morning, but online they will sell out. So maybe yeah. the best chance will be to do both. Get down there early, 8 o'clock at the box office, and then, of course, online at 10 a.m. Uh, if you'd like to win them, though, you can win tickets from us by going to starwater21fm.com and submit a photo of you and your friends. 
It's part of the show. I won't tell you why, but it is part of the show. You and your friends. Score a four-pack of tickets and dinner before the show. So that is at star1021fm.com. Star 102.1 welcomes Wicked to the iconic Tennessee Theater. And that's going to be uh, fun on September 18th. Ticket sales September 18th. Tennessee Theater will be down there from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. with uh, two-thirds of the Mark and Kim show down there. There's Dochi. And every block boy needs a little love. It's 9.37 of the Mark and Kim show. Uh, tomorrow, we got, a, we got an email we're going to tell you, chat about tomorrow. We recently referred to the foodie call. All right? A foodie call is when someone dates someone else just to get a free meal out of it. Mm-hmm. This would be a foodie call extra. Like, you won't believe what the foodie caller, who didn't he, he, the person who wrote us the email, didn't know, did not know that he was on a foodie call or that she was on a foodie call. But then she took it next level. And okay. it's hysterical. It's hysterical. I don't even know. I didn't write back to the guy. I said, let me, let me ask the audience about this tomorrow morning. Uh, and I forgot to do it today. Sorry. So we'll do it tomorrow, 7 a.m. We'll read this email to you. Uh, and then you can suggest uh, what he should do. It's it sounds like a breakup instantaneously, but he really likes the girl. <laughs> so Alrighty. when you really like your foodie caller, we'll get into that tomorrow, just after seven, right here on Starwater Two Point One. All you people want is more, 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 more. Give me, more. All right, we've been sitting around for an hour waiting for Kim to tell us what she was going to tell us. Because I got a podcast topic, I'm like, oh god, here we go. But yours is <laughs> your mine. Mine can wait because yours is much more timely. Well, tell us what yours because, is, and then we'll go from there. Well, mine mine is just things people have convinced themselves they like based on something that happened to me the other night. What but, happened to you the other? But night? we can talk about we can talk about mine later. Yours is much more pressing because everybody's talking about it on social media and. Um, in the news, and it's it's gone national. It has gone national. So let's talk about yours, and if we have time, we can talk about mine, or we can talk about mine tomorrow, because mine is just a silly little thing that happened to me, and then things that people convince themselves just right. to either fit in or whatever. Let's listen to a song. Let's listen to a song that we would probably, I wouldn't say, never play on Starwater 2.1, but more than likely you're not going to hear on Starwater 2.1. It does involve a little bit of profanity. You're gonna have to forgive us here, but I'll play. Uh, I'll play you the essence of the song, Oliver Anthony, "Rich Men North of Richmond." Rich men north of Richmond. It's a play on words. He's obviously referring to the rich men. I guess he means the politicians mm-hmm. that live in Washington D.C., which is two hours north mm-hmm. of Richmond. Richmond, Virginia, is what he's referring to. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to the song, and then when we come back, we'll talk about. What's happened with a Cotton Eye Joe that's made national news and not enough people um, may know the entirety of the story. And I think that Oliver Anthony is maybe walking back a little bit today based on what happened yesterday. So here's the song called Rich Men North of Richmond, Oliver Anthony. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. For bullshit pay So I can sit out here And waste my life away Drag back home And drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in the new world With an home Lord knows it all Just wanna have told 
think Wanna know what you do And they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Cause the rich man Cause the rich man I was pausing right there One of the first lyrics in that song are uh, Working for bullshit pay Okay? Mm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's referring to the fact that the working man is probably not making as much money as he wants to, and so uh, that's the bullshit pay reference there. Um, so what has happened is this. Oliver Anthony was, was supposed to have performed or will be performing or was going to be performing at the Cotton Eye Joe. And he, Cotton Eye, I'm sorry, he, Oliver Anthony, did not like the fact that the ticket price for his show was more than I guess what the twenty five dollars is that what he wanted to? He That's wanted, what he wanted him to be. We wanted him to be twenty five dollars, right? Yes. And I think what it ended up being where the Cotton Eye Joe was going to charge ninety dollars for a ticket. Can we go ahead and look that up to make sure I'm exactly accurate on that? And that a meet and greet was two hundred dollars. Okay. Now, what didn't make the original news and didn't make the original post and had people fired up on Facebook and the comments lit up and lit up Cotton Eye Joe, what it did not include was that Oliver Anthony, you know, in his bullshit pay, mm-hmm. was going to make for one hour of work $120,000. To, to sing that song, he's got a couple of others. I've listened to them. They sound pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I guess you can be a big Oliver Anthony fan. He has a sound. Sure, he does, know. and and he, you know, he, you know, he he may want to charge twenty five dollars for the working man, but you know, to to take his small catalog of songs and his hour appearance at Cotton Eye Joe, and have someone negotiate for him one hundred twenty thousand dollars, was which means you've created a fair market value for yourself because somebody paid that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the fair market at work. Okay, and we don't begrudge him that. That's called mm-hmm. capitalism. But if you want to capitalize, and here's where we get into capitalism, capitalizing, and 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 capital, capital of course, money. If you would like to be paid one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for for a sixty minute appearance, okay, which believe it or not, and I've seen the contracts not lo- not lately, but with the former ownership of Cotton Eye Joe. I've seen contracts even bigger than that. Like mm-hmm. Thomas Rhett was 150,000 uh, uh who would I, um big rich uh, um, not big rich was it uh, the, yeah them the group I can't think of. They were 150,000. I've seen big money's paid to these people yeah. to show up. Because they don't show up for free. No. I mean this is what they do for their living. He's a working yeah. man with his bullshit pay. <laughs> And and, uh, and 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 before, let me just state it really quickly, and okay. then you can, then you can finish up. Um, didn't want the Cotton Eye Joe to have the ability to cover their costs. Now, I think the capacity is fifteen hundred. Okay, that's what the mm-hmm. Joe says. And yeah. the ticket prices. The Joe was selling tickets for ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine dollars. And the meet and greet tickets were a hundred and ninety nine dollars. I thought I read a hundred. Oh, oh yeah, two hundred. So two hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a hundred, so two hundred and a hundred, and I don't know what the math is. We can sit there and do fifteen fifteen hundred times a hundred. That's one hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know that does cover cost and the meet and greet. Look, 
And they were looking for the bar to make them have them make some money that night. Okay. Hopefully, right. this is hopefully how, this is how the nightclub business works. This is how music venues work. That's how they, they stay open. They they, they had to stay open. You you, you, you can't, nobody works for free. They got a staff to pay over there. Mm-hmm. They've got people that you know that live off of the tips. That come in, so you got to run a bar by attracting people. So if this guy attracts people, fine, they're going to pay him handsomely for an hour's worth of work to come in and play his song, probably play it twice, and then because he'll do that thing that Billy Ray Cyrus used to do back in concert when he was at Achy Breaky Heart, Achy Breaky Heart. What? Y'all want to hear it again? What? <laughs> you know, and he'd do it again. He did it Salem Civic Center. I hung out with him that afternoon, got to know him fairly well. He did that song in his hour and a half long concert four times. <laughs> it was his four big hit. Times, that, well, it was his hit. It was it. He was an absolute one-hit wonder. At the time, he's gone on to a career. Mm-hmm. But at the time, that's how he was starting out, and his one hit was massive. So, yeah, y'all want to hear it again? Band, can you believe it? <laughs> They're asking to hear Achy Breaky Heart again. No, da, y'all don't want to hear it. Yeah, da, y'all don't want to hear it again, do you? No. <laughs> The so, band yeah. had already started. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so Oliver Anthony is now going to be appearing at the Knoxville Auditorium. Is it the Civic Auditorium? I think he's moved his show. That's the latest news is that the show will go on in Knoxville, but no longer at the Cotton Eye Joe. And the Cotton, jo- Cotton Eye Joe cr- uh, clapped back. Mm-hmm. They clapped back. They said, hey. Let us tell you our side is what they were saying. Effectively, you they know? said, and they like, said look, you wanted a hundred, you want $120,000. We don't work for free. We're trying to cover costs. And guess what? And guess what? Make some money. You know, even if Cotton Eye Joe's just saying they want to cover costs. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, you want to cover costs, but you're also a business that yeah. needs money to stay. It's a nightclub. Okay. How many nightclubs have come and gone? Oh, too many to they count. They live oh, yeah. on an absolute shoestring mm-hmm. to try to survive. You know, you usually got to be, what, don't they own the Harley dealerships in town or a Harley dealership or a couple of them? So this is like a, I wouldn't even call it a sideline, but mm-hmm. this is still wanting to give Knoxville um, a, a place for live music and a, and a venue where you can have, you know, good time and, you know, because on that strip there used to be what senior frogs. Yeah. On that strip, and that mm-hmm. long gone, twenty five mm-hmm. years ago gone. I mean, it's it's a one of the very few kind of nightclubby places left. So. And it's been here for thirty years. I mean, you know, not right. new ownership or newer ownership now, but it's a club that's lasted for thirty years. Not not any club can say that. No. It's very rare that you find a club very that lasts rare. for two years. Yes. Okay. And uh, he actually, yeah, he, he moved, he? Uh, Oliver Anthony moved his concert to the Knoxville Convention Center. Yes. The Convention Center? Yes. Yeah. It's not the Civic Auditorium? No. no. The Knoxville Convention Center? Yes. Where they don't have a true theater per, at the Convention Center, do they? They have like ballrooms. They, they have, have ballrooms and they can set up stage areas. I've been to shows at the Convention Center. So everything center, will but... be sat on the floor effectively. So a chair set up, I guess. A chair set up, right, mm-hmm. exactly. And what's the price of that ticket? Does it say? Yeah, it doesn't say. Mm. But I'm, I'm assuming it'd be you close know, to the one he was wanting. So I, I, I definitely wanted to say on behalf of the Cotton Eye Joe, for the sake of you know thinking about a local business trying to survive, and we're lucky to have a nightclub in this town. Even if you don't go, it's still nice to have one because every once in a while, guess what? You know, not the you know if you like Oliver Anthony's style music, more than likely you're not seeing that performed at a place like Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. So you know maybe your chance to you know now Cotton Eye Joe is gonna you know offer okay Oliver Anthony we'll pay you 120 thousand to come in, but don't be a hypocrite. Okay, don't be a hypocrite. Don't make all that money and then tell somebody else that they should make any money too. 
That's tell your part. side of the yeah. story too. That's Say my, what yeah. you're making. Say what you're asking. And so the latest news on this is that Oliver Anthony apologized for canceling a concert over high ticket prices. This is a bit of a whinge here if you listen closely. Um, when he starts talking about how he's got people that don't really know what they're doing and uh, it says here, here's the story. It's time to take Oliver Anthony seriously when he said he's not in it for the money. See, this is a story that doesn't know the actual full details. Because when you charge and can get paid $120,000, and let's say let's say he does 10 tour dates at $120,000, mm-hmm. that's, that's $1.2 million. Yep. He canceled the show at the Cotton Eye Joe in Knoxville, Tennessee. And this is a national story I'm reading from, so they won't know the local angle on it. When he found out tickets were $99 with meet and greets at $199, he posted a video telling his fans not to buy those tickets. He said he had no idea they cost so much and wants all of his tickets to be in the $20 to $40 range. He blamed it on miscommunication with a friend who's been booking his shows. What's the miscommunication? In a follow-up video, he apologized to his fans for canceling and promised to be more involved in future bookings. He also wrote that all upcoming tickets would be 25 bucks, although he, that doesn't include shows he's already booked. Meanwhile, Cotton Eye Joe had a few things to get off their chest. They hit up Facebook saying they agreed to pay Oliver $120,000, which is a break-even amount considering the costs it takes to put on a show. And then they threw a little shade with this comment, quote, To our talent agency and promoter friends that follow us, be careful booking the North Man of Richmond. Well... You know, you're gonna. He's gonna take the song and he's gonna tour the country at a hundred thousand dollars a pop. He could make millions. Yeah, millions, mm-hmm. millions. Which again, who blames him for doing that if he can do that? Because again, that's the price he can. Yeah, get. it's called. It's called. Yeah. Guess what? I've got a product. Would you like to have that product? It costs this much. Okay, we'll pay it. But we're certainly not going to sit back and just pay the money just to have you come there. We need the benefit out of it, too. Exactly. The benefit is liquor sales. The benefit is... is um, ticket prices. Ticket prices, right. I, we can make some money, too. So if you can make the money... And so now it's been rescheduled at the Knoxville Civic... Excuse me. Knoxville Convention Center. Yes. $25 tickets. A free meet and greet. Free? Free meet and greet. So he doesn't want, to, he doesn't want anybody making money but him. That's, that's what it is. I mean, you know, he doesn't really want anybody to make any money. Yeah, you know, great, great. Then, then charge what it costs to perform. Charge what? Yeah, charge your fee to make it so that the ticket price is going to be twenty five dollars. Okay, no one's going to. No one should have to take a loss on this. And how much is it? Is he? He's a one man show. He doesn't have a band. Right? He's one guy, right? He's one guy with his mandolin or guitar or whatever. It's funny looking guitar. Yeah. It's, or it's different looking. Funny anyway. looking like guitar. A steel guitar or something well, like that. Well, it's got like that round metal, metal. thing. Well, I don't know a lot about guitar. guitars. I don't but know I've what kind that, it is. I'm not, okay. But, but nonetheless, so I mean, we could go on about it all day. But that's the news. And I just definitely wanted to say that, you know, think what you will, say what you will about Cotton Eye Joe, say what you will, think what you will about the ownership or whatever the case may be or the history or whatever. But know the but, whole story. But the whole story is he wants 120000 to perform, the business bringing him in, providing him a venue. Think about this. This is Knoxville, Tennessee. There's not a lot of places he could have gone and played. What, the square room? Do they even, are they even, do they even exist anymore? Yeah. You know, Mill and Mine. I, know. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a few small venues that in a smaller, mid-sized town like Knoxville that you can come to. 
And he wanted to be in a place that can hold 1,500 people. None of those other places can hold 1,500 people, so can the they? So the convention center, the ballroom, one of the ballrooms can hold it. Is it 1,500? Can they get 1,500 in there? If if they have two ballrooms back to back, yes. So they yes. can open up wide. But, but I don't know how they're doing that. And we have to remember, I don't know what arrangements they've made, but the convention center costs money to rent as well. Yeah, so whoever's bringing them in will, will find a way to hopefully make money to cover whatever costs they've incurred. To bring in Oliver Anthony, and so he better do some math and work with his new friend, who's the ticket uh, or the booking friend, or the miscommunications and, and such, because it's it's just to me, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too, Oliver. Okay, you can't have your cake and you can't be, you know, a man for the for the working man, and then then p- get pissed off when you want to charge as much money as you do for your one, for a one-hour, one-song show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Effectively. So, hey, look at us. we got plenty of time to bring up what you were going to bring up. I knew this wasn't going to go a whole half an hour. I mean, I know, <laughs> it would be funny if our <laughs> podcast about his show goes actually longer than his actual show. <laughs> the I mean, he may Joe have other songs. Wherever. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he has other songs I've listened, in his he's got, catalog. He's, but yeah, he's got other songs, but they're, you know, I don't even think he has big. He doesn't even have a record deal. He he's not yeah. even oh, does he not? No. There's no record deal. He's not being played on our country radio station in the building. I know that. I don't know where else he's being played. I don't know if he's being played on the other country stations. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, it's he's a, he's an absolute flash in the pan, one hit wonder. That if he does get a record deal, you'll hear those type of songs, but you won't hear them on any, on any mainstream radio. Well, and no. if things like this keep happening, and he's going to be difficult to work with, or seen as difficult to work with, it's not a good start. No. Not really. Well, what I was going to bring up is the other night I hosted the um, Fairest of the Fair like I do um, every year for 17 years now. And uh, so it was At Barbie. the Tennessee Valley. The Tennessee Valley Fair. And um, so I, it was Barbie themed this year because Surprise. everything's Barbie. I know, because everything <laughs> is Barbie. I'm going to a, a Barbie themed birthday party this Saturday. Yeah, you Ooh. still... Have not been able to tell us what the Barbie movie is about because <laughs> I'm hearing you still, a lot. I still haven't seen it. Why not? But you know, I saw on TV last night that you can actually stream it now. Of course, you have to rent it. It's not on there free yet really? because it's it's on the well, movie. So you just understand when is it? Gonna, when do you think it's going to be free? It's going to be a long time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure it's yeah. going to be a while because it's still so free. huge. They're going to make I, their money how they can because nobody goes mm-hmm. to the theaters anymore, even though people did show out for this movie. But I could rent it at home, which I may end up doing. But I don't know because I do want to see. <laughs> It. I do want to see it. But with the Barbie theme, I had on all pink. I had on pink pants. I had on a pink sparkly tank top. I had on Oh, a- you mean Wednesday. <laughs> well, I do tend to dress this way sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, but I, but I was Wednesday. I was sparkled up, and I had you know my purple hair, and I had sparkly makeup, and all the things for this pageant on Saturday. But to which go, is like Wednesday. Well, yeah. sometimes yes, Any I do sparkle here sometimes. At five fifty-five a.m. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. I'm not sparkly today. But anyways, to go in to the fairgrounds, though, I didn't want to wear my heels and everything that I had for when I was on stage and for the pageant. So I wore in my Crocs, which I were gifted to me for Christmas. Okay. Because are I would those not... those your feet in those Crocs? Those are my feet. Yikes. And I would not... What do you mean, yikes? I would not have gotten Crocs for myself. They were gifted okay, to me. What's wrong? With your, what's up with your skin? What do you mean, what's up Is with my skin? Is that vitiligo? No, I'm just, this is me sitting in, in the car. Zoom in. I, what do you mean zoom in? What is, me, what's see the this. problem? It's me sitting in the car and I took what's a picture of What are those of lines cross. on the top of your feet? It's just me sitting in the car. I don't know if I'm just sitting there with my Okay, feet. hold on. I'm looking down at my, looking down at my hey dudes right now. <laughs> are those wrinkles on the top of your, like, when I was sitting 
when I was sitting with my feet in the car on the floorboard, and I just looked down and I took a picture. I wouldn't share that one. Have you have you already shared that one? I haven't shared anything. I'm <laughs> yeah, just showing. I took yeah. this to show you the Crocs. Okay. So anyway, you blotted out the skin. Whatever. Put your hold your hand up again, but but put it in front of your. Those look like they've been beaten to death by the sun. I mean, have you lost pigmentation or something, or is that just a really bad pick? I, I don't know. I did. I hadn't thought anything about it. I don't know. It's just my. You see what I'm talking about? There's just yeah. the Crocs in the. It might feet. have been because it, was it in the floorboard of the car? Yes, it was in the floorboard of the car. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, I mean, it's away from the light. I don't. I mean, it's I a nice know. diffused light. That actually. My feet, my feet are fine. Let me see. Hold, hold up the foot again. <laughs> Let me see the top of your foot there. The foot, top of my foot. See, that's how you should hold your foot yeah, now from now on. We need to stretch the skin out by pointing your toes, not pulling them up towards your shin. Because when you do, you gave yourself like you see a big fat guy with a hot dog pack on the back of his neck. (laughs) You gave you you put a hot dog pack, at least in the photo, on the very front of your ankle bone there. Well, anyway, I wasn't. Oh, we're moving on. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about how my foot looked. I mean, right, so I don't you wore know. Crocs in and a so gown. I wore, I wore, Crocs and a gown. Yes. So I well, I had on pants, but yes, oh, I was sparkly and, and had these and purple sparkly, parts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So these, but when I walked in, it was funny because three different people who I two I knew and one I didn't said, "Oh, those are the cutest Crocs," and I'm like, "No, they're not. Crocs you know are not cute." No, there's a cute pair out there right now. The Shrek Crocs. Really? Well, I read about those. I haven't seen them. Well, that article had a picture. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen any in person. Okay, but they look fresh. Well, if I don't have If you're wearing the Crocs Shrek and you're a fan then, of the movie Shrek, then, because they were, I mean, Shrek has a certain Croc mm. look to them. And you could see that, I don't know if those, are these with adornments or are these actual Croc Shrek Crocs. Oh, there's Shrek Crocs. They even have like the little brown fur on the, uh, on okay. the back. On the sport right. mode. Yeah. So, you know, every okay. So everybody's complimenting Kim's footwear, but it, but they couldn't really like them. I mean, they're just regular. So you do, okay? Trust Crocs me, you, you don't buy anything to think that you're unattractive in, do you? I didn't buy these. They were gifted to me, okay, and I well, wore you them. chose to wear them. Though I wore them because they were comfortable, and it was something to get into the fairgrounds because it was rainy. I didn't want to wear my heels because this is what I put on. So even to put so the moral, for the for the stage. So a little glass heeled uh, yeah. what you, uh, espadrille. What is that? A little it's, pump. It's got caribou right. feathers on so the front. So Kim is trying different. to say that even when she's not trying. People can't stop themselves from complimenting how well, no, that's not what I was is. getting at. What I was getting <laughs> at Look is Look at me, that, everyone. No. I have Crocs that are ugly, but still, no. people are complimenting My them. My point yeah. is yeah. that people have convinced themselves that they like Crocs. I don't think... No, I have, people can actually like something that you don't like or find attractive because of whatever reason they can like... They're not pretending to like them. Now, that was high school and junior high school for me where I had to pretend to like bands... Because they were, quote, cool, even though the music scared me. Nobody, look, people actually genuinely like Crocs. Yeah. People like them, wear them because they like them. They what have, if, they have Croc boots out that just came out that I actually like really well, too. Now they really? look a little goofy. Hold on. You say that's a little goofy? Those are very goofy. <laughs> they look like something that would go on a Lego person. Are you sure those aren't the legs from a Lego person? Those <laughs> they, are actual Crocs. I mean, that looks like a peg so, that would fit up in something. Oh, those okay. don't look that, real. That, 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 that's $315, too. That doesn't look real. That doesn't look real. Well. Oh, they are. Okay, well then have at it. $315. Oh, no, I'm not going to pay that. For if you think someone around here got crap for buying $400 headphones at one point, think which crap you're going to get <laughs> for bringing, uh, bringing in $300 pairs of Croc boots. That looks ridiculous. Wear those. Look, 
just because you don't find something attractive doesn't mean so and and people are ironic. You've talked about how how ironic your son is. It's why he wears a pink blazer. That's why he does the things that he does. People find attractiveness and irony. Uh, oh, I, this is why high school boys are wearing Hello Kitty backpacks. Oh, okay? to match their girlfriends mm. too. One of my son's friends. Well, they don't even have to match their girlfriend. They're well, just doing it because it's ironic and they they at this moment in time in their life find it attractive. So, just because you don't find the Crocs attractive, Yet everybody can't stop flocking to her to say, oh, how cute, kid. Not everybody. <laughs> but, just well, three people. But it was like they really thought I was wearing it with this outfit well, I then had how many on. people approach you in a day if only three is not a lot? <laughs> well, what I mean <laughs> is you said everybody. Are, and well, I'm like, only three people. Everybody that approached you said something. But I mean, Unless I had on like a nice people outfit. Yeah. And people thought I was wearing that for this. And I'm like, why would I wear? But, but the, the because thing is, is they were ugly Crocs with gibbets and they were purple. And I guess because they thought I had purple hair and these purple. Hold on, hold I that picture know. up again. Those are blue. No, they're purple. Maybe this is why your ankle looks so weird. Because of the coloration. That was a blue Croc. She showed blue Crocs, right? No, they're purple. I'm, not a okay. Man. Hello, those are blue. They're are you purple. Colorblind? Show Tyler. Am I going to have to bring them in tomorrow so you can see them? They're, They're like purple. right on the line. Okay, between no, the blue photograph and of them is blue. Hence, that's why your ankles with the purple pants you've got on, or whatever. Those are that pink is. pants. They're pink. One of us is colorblind. Pink pants mobile. and purple Crocs. <laughs> those are blue Crocs. That's They're the color blue Crocs. That's the photo- okay. Just tell her what color is that? Purple or blue? It's pink pants and purple Crocs. It looks right Crocs. in the middle. Like I honestly, I'm being so serious. You I know, can't men are colorblind. Men can be colorblind. There's a purple um, button on there, mm-hmm. and it's more purple than the shoe. Yes, Thank you. Because the, the shoe's blue. More purple. No, the let me see the difference between. Let me see. Let me see the button. Where's They're the button? Different shades of purple. Where's the button that's purple? Up there yeah. at the top. That's a purple button on a blue shoe. It's purple Crocs. So, so you're saying that those are the same color? The button? No, they're the, different shades, but they're both purple. Yeah, a shade of purple is blue. But whatever, the, the hordes of people that flock to Kim, three of them pointed out how lovely and how cute they were when she finds them ugly. People find mm-hmm. things attractive, and some people find things unattractive, and so that's the beauty of being a human being is that you can find different things Nice looking or not nice looking. I just Why, think what's people your confusion. Con- I just think people convince themselves that something's cute. I don't think anybody looks so the at pants those that you and wore, thinks they're cute. The pants that you wore yesterday or the day before when we had the fire drill and he caught some video of us trying to figure out what's going on and you're walking around in those pants. You're and you can see this on our TikTok today. Yes. Okay. Yes. Today is September thirteenth. You're gonna tell me that you find those pants good looking? I like those. So you can't see why some people find things good looking and some people don't because those are the weirdest looking pants I've ever seen. Well, I showed that video to Celine, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were looking at it last night and she said, oh my God, those pants are so cute. Okay. Well, she can find them cute. <laughs> Kim can find them cute. Other people might find them horrendous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You find them horrendous. But with like Crocs, it's like... A lot of people have convinced themselves that they're cute. And you convinced yourself that those pants are good looking. I didn't convince myself. <laughs> I saw them, I thought, those are cute, and I immediately ordered them. It's no. not like I had to convince myself they were cute. To yeah, me, you did. they were cute. They well, have, I did They have multiple different patterns, shapes, and colors. There is, it's purposefully non-matching. To me, they were cute immediately, though. Crocs, no matter how I look at them, okay. they're not cute. 
But well, that, a lot of people you have convinced that, themselves. Like my huge. opinion about your pants is my opinion. Yes. Your opinion about those Crocs is your opinion. And yes. other people, you could understand that other people find Crocs attractive without having to quote find them attractive on purpose. No, I think when they first came out, a lot of people were like, oh, "Those are." Those are just ugly. Mm -hmm. And then as they came along, people are like, well, you know, they're popular now. I guess I guess I'll have to get some. You know, I think there so are things. So nothing has ever grown on you? I've, okay, like caviar. Are you a big fan of caviar? Not a big fan, but I'll eat it. Okay, why do you eat it? Because it tastes good. Okay, see, to me, I don't, I think you, some Okay, so you don't like the taste of fish? No, I love fish. Well, that's what caviar pretty much caviar tastes like. Caviar to me is like if you were to lick the bottom of a fish tank, mm. that's what it would taste. That's what it tastes. Have like. you licked the bottom of a fish tank? No, but that's so what the, I the, imagine you, it. But to then be. you don't know. No, but that's what I imagine it to be. I love fish. I think people eat caviar because they think it elevates them somehow. They yeah, think the it's or yeah, they think or it's, oh, I'm, it I must tastes be high. good. You could say that about any food that somebody else doesn't like. The, oh, you're just you just pretend to like. Uh, that or whatever it's not it's it's if it's because available if it's available oh caviar i'll eat it because i like the taste of it not because i'm thinking oh i'm at a party that's serving caviar. Uh -huh. no. yeah i think some people do i think they think oh i must be highfalutin now because mm -hmm. oh it's caviar you know now I, okay you know, I think that's. I think some things I, are. I think there is a component to yes. You will sometimes convince yourself or or pretend to like something you actually don't to go along with a crowd. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then again, there are things that you've illuminated and illustrated here that are just really actually kind of good, and not necessarily because you like them. You don't choose to go like it on purpose mm -hmm. just so you can be cool with your caviar loving friends. It's just I like the taste of that. I don't like the look of your pants. You don't like the look of Crocs. But I wore them because they were comfortable and they suited the purpose because it was rainy, and they fit what I needed to do that night. Okay. And I had them. Great. So but I would have now never learned that them. you can actually like something just because you like it, not because you're trying to be cool. Yeah, at I least wasn't I, trying I, to be cool. Although I, don't, I know I haven't convinced you of that, but it is a thing. And there's also a component that yes, people will fake liking something, like I pretended to like Led Zeppelin when that music scared me to death, mm -hmm. even be, just to be cool. But that again was seventh grade, so not necessarily as adults. But these I think adults, adults wearing Crocs have chosen to wear Crocs for two reasons. They like the way they feel, and though they like they like the way they look, and in certain cases they're utilitarian because. Cooks and chefs wear yes. them all the time. And that I understand. That makes sense. It also saves them job. from knives dropping on their yes. feet. It saves them from slipping because they're yes. more anti-slip than just sneakers are. For them, so, that makes sense. So, But people can actually like something. But these, pers these people who said to me, oh, those are so cute, could not have truly meant it. So anything we've wearing. said over the last 10 minutes doesn't Nothing. change just your saying. mind. Okay, <laughs> well, we're not just saying anymore because we're done. <laughs>